pile is still up. It is still up. Everything's still up. I was just checking up. the podcast list uh, this For morning. For real? Yeah. Y'all, be look, y'all be about to... Let me, get, let me get my shit together. <laughs> I tried. You know, I got you on point. Let me be part you know, of the team. The profile, I updated your, you, we updated your URL on your profile. Yes. Um, mine is updated. Um, so a lot of things we just need to point people to the show. Okay. So we'll point people to the show and, you know, from there we'll... We'll, we'll take everything one step at a time. Yeah, I, I should send another tweet, huh? I gotta squeeze some shit about the show into my profile. I, I be promoting so much shit you in do. my profile. That's why it's only so my profile. Ding. His profile. Profile. I have to look that up. I don't even know what your brain might have been weaving together for that. I, the thing is, I me either. <laughs> You were saying promotion and profile. Yeah, there, there it goes. Is. Yeah, you're right. If y'all want to believe, it. <laughs> I don't believe. It. Oh man, go ahead and give me one of those. Oh okay, yeah. that was really delayed. Yeah, well, I, you know, I wasn't ready working. for anything. That's another part. That's another part we need to work on. We need more. We need more inputs. There was a lot that had to go on for that <laughs> to happen. And now, a lot of and, Jimmy rigging. Yeah, and now he's not ready with the song. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because I was just it's a domino. <laughs> it's a domino effect. Okay, but I'm glad I'm learning. Listeners, I'm learning more about this show that I've been on since when? When did we start yeah, doing this? Oh, show? Wow, it's been a while. But you know how those old coal engine trains operate. <laughs> I don't know where the, this is going. The conductor would be up front pulling levers, levers all over the place, like bending over, shoveling coal, and then oh, turning around. This is the up. most bedrock operation. <laughs> yeah, if y'all if y'all could see this boy, C major got two canaries that peck shit. <laughs> And then we waiting on we waiting on the It's uh, eleven. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I learned this, something new about this shit today though. Hey man. That's crazy. It's this week's musical submission is Uh-oh. from none other than the Gerasmo. Oh. Oh boy. I didn't even She finally got on board. I did. <laughs> she finally started fucking with you. <laughs> you know what? She's she's the executive producer. <laughs> she stays in the background, but this is dope. I like this. When I play this song, I'm just gonna play this. Uh oh. <laughs> Can we get the name of it? The artist something? The artist is called Debo Wayne. Okay. <laughs> and the track is called Dead Wrong. I was riding next to my Baltimore nigga like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
Yeah, all this is day. Southeast all motherfucking night. I told Gerasmo that way before he said, I was like, this is so Southside. This is so Southside. <laughs> Yo, I fuck with this so heavy. Interesting conversation. That shit is in the, so savage. Interesting Yo. conversation. Uh, I, well, not conversation. Uh, interesting snap. Mm-hmm. I, I, I saw that 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 last verse there touched on, which is brush your teeth before you suck cock. Mm-hmm. Well, do I you mean, believe in that? I well, I do. Well, let me tell you, it's it's a thing. Like it's about me too. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm doing it for both of our pleasure. Now I would say. Especially first thing in the morning, right? Oh, for sure. If you first thing in the morning and the, and the vibe hits you both to it's going down, mm-hmm. you gotta brush. You gotta. You gotta take that lay out. Get, gotta yeah. get that man out your mouth. Right. Now, mm-hmm. that being said, you go on a date. Mm-hmm. You get back to his place or you back to your place. Right. And it's about to go down. Mm-hmm. You run to the bathroom real quick. Uh, if I got my kit with me, I'll do that. Okay. But I do keep Listerine strips or Altoids on deck. Okay. Now, the minty freshness does add to the man's pleasure for right. for a few reasons. It works both ways. Yeah. And, you know, I want minty goodness in my... Like, like come on, man. Right. You know what I mean? And I don't want... Like, if we went out and ate good, some shit like that, you know what I mean? I don't want the... Yeah, you got steak in I don't want. Mouth. I don't want the... I don't you want got that. asparagus in your <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm the salad bra. But either way, <laughs> like... I don't. I don't want that garlicky goodness. On mm. he don't want that on the on the Jimmy. And I don't want to keep tasting it. You know, because like with my technique. Wait. Okay. Okay. Well, right. C major. Well. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Wait. The mics. Oh shit. Wait. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. This, this is the it. The show has begun. I haven't welcomed everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I think after now they they I think they know who you are. I don't know the song threw me off, so I had to ask that real right, quick. Right. Right. C major. Um. Prefer it, yes. Do I mind if it? Uh, I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> <laughs> I That's feel like I a lot of dudes aren't gonna say no to head. That's yeah. what I wanted to know. No but matter what, you don't want to go with gritty mouth. Like a woman is not like. You, I would expect that in the morning, C major, you gotta you gotta send her to the. I point. done got some of the best topping of my life in the morning. Oh, the oh, topping you know can what? be lovely, but the thing is you've got a lot of life in your mouth when you wake up. And she's going to have even more life uh-huh. in her <laughs> mouth when she's done. Cuz ball, ball is life. Is life. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying that's that's the type of bacterial mm. spread that I don't even want to involve myself. I'm going to speak for uh, all the women that I know mm-hmm. and say that that is not what we wish. For our pleasure. Yeah, you know, you don't. I, I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want that transference. Uh, no, it's too much. We're susceptible to too many things. Yeah, yeah. And I was about to say, as a lady lover, you got to be careful about a lot. I, I be careful. Uh, hand yeah. hygiene, mouth Nails, hygiene, all of yeah. that. 
You, you gotta get up under the nails. You can't if you're dealing with a butch. This mm-hmm. is for whatever listener this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is dealing with a butch. Okay, like a strong, manly, tough-looking woman. Okay. This is. Make sure her nails are clean, B. That matters. Don't. Don't put yourself at risk. That, that's real shit. You don't know what type of bacteria. If you, if you're dealing with a dude. And yo, that's one of y'all things. I got a buddy, yo. That's not even our thing, but one of the first things I I appreciated about him was his hands were always clean. Like he you could tell he pays attention to you his You can't nails. go to C Major's checking. <laughs> C, C Major. Loving, I'm that's why loving <laughs> after the barbecue is like one of the most riskiest things in the world. Yeah, I mean, summertime true. is over because loving is tough. Cookout <laughs> loving is tough on so many different I mean you sweating, you got bug spray on you. I, yeah. it's, yo. You, some barbecue people got sauce will get under my them. nails in a second. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So when it's when it's time, to, the go down could be paused for like a good forty minutes because of the scrubbing. You gotta get you gotta get it. Th- you, you gotta get it together. You gotta get quarantined. You can't take your off sprayed hand right. and put it. You can't in the poom poom. You just you can't. Because what I like to do is I well never mind. Well, I'm just saying you can't you can't put really. The, you gotta scream on what really. That I'm paprika sorry. on that potato salad. Girl. Yeah. yeah. Them crabs. Let me that tell seasoning you. on them crabs. I, I scorched my goodies one day. Oh, God. With the seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> you, you was in a rush. I was, I was in a rush. I was bullshitting. You know how like you just need a little afternoon delight. Right, right. And I, I didn't wash my hands. And, and you think. You like the seasoning couldn't have got to my oh, and it got there. <laughs> <laughs> it got there. Well, yeah. let me officially welcome the people. My bad for <laughs> we got us we got to apologize to the people too. But but do yeah, what you yeah, do. do, do the thing. Welcome to another episode of Reels and Fills. I'm your host T Greasy with my co-host Janelle and my dear sickly premature brother. Now he back to premature though. God. Anytime you miss the day we record, you, you really did, B. Lungs. He came C in major. here. There was a machine attached to his back. Oh, <laughs> it was my he, book bag. He, he faked <laughs> like let's let's fix this. Yeah, let's keep it. Let's he keep tucked it, it in his book bag, but there was a machine and tubes coming out of that joint. It was the strap from my he book bag. Act like I ain't see it, and I, I you know, he doesn't want to concern mom that he may be back on the machine again. <laughs> Look, young Zika. I mean, I'm just glad you're back. It feels good to be back. So we're recording this late, which means you're it's gonna, gonna get it late. late. And because the only thing that that saves you for real, C major, no power episode. So yeah. we would have been super late on two fronts. It would just been terrible. And you know what? I'm glad they didn't decide to do a power. They had to drop that Star Wars, man. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good with that. I needed a break. Anyway. Can I talk about yeah. something that sized me? What's up? We had a listener. Contact us Because they were looking For the show mm. Well damn Like somebody was like Looking for it And was like was Yeah I hit you on? up Because Where's yeah. the show at Yeah, yeah. I, That That, that size me right, a little see, bit now um, Yeah I'm sorry Yeah guys. I mean Yeah that and happened. I'm sorry, listener. That happened. <laughs> listener who fucks with who, us. Listener yeah, who fucks with us on that level. Listener who fucks with us on that level and has our number. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you a 
Craig is breaking down the dozen episode. Well, well, <laughs> shit. Shout out. Shout out. The phone call was real. It was real. Yeah. And I, a little piece of my heart was like, oh. I mean, the listener was sick today and needed some something to kill a little bit of time. And that's a valuable service. We're, yeah. we're a time yeah. killer. Yeah. But like, absolutely. So let's kill some time. Okay. What what we got today? I'm gonna just say real quick because I don't I don't have the energy I don't have the energy. Um, I'm gonna say Terrence Terrence Sterling hashtag or are we tired of ha- I'm tired of I'm hashtagging. tired I'm tired. Um, this is a human being who was whose life was taken by DC police. Mm-hmm. On Sunday morning, he was unarmed, and um, and I'm outraged. People have been asking about it. Uh, the brother Colin Kaepernick spoke on it after the game. Um, Tony Perkins is a local uh, DC newscaster, Fox affiliate. Um, mentioned it on Facebook today, as if to say, you know, where's the outcry? Here it is. Tuesday, I think, was when he posted it. And right. Was like, you know, nobody, we're, we're done. We're that numb. We, I'm not numb. You know, my Steve, I fought the air in the house. Yeah. But it's like, there, there is outrage. People are paying attention. People are, people are aware. People are listening. People care. That's all I can say about it right now. You know, the funny thing about protests is it isn't settling. And the people who are mad at Colin for doing what he's doing or mad at other athletes who have uh, joined him. Mm-hmm. You know, they're mad at the very thing that makes protesting what it is. Right. It's supposed to make you uncomfortable. Stay mad. Stay mad. You know, what's often overlooked is, you know, the actual purpose. He's just doing this to get attention. You're right. Yeah. He is. And I'm going to keep explaining to people, as frustrating as it can be, and I've seen a lot of articles and things about, you know, I'm tired of talking to white folks about oppression and what this really means. I'm going to keep saying it because y'all can pretend like... People who are on some old, this is about America, this is about patriotism, I'm going to keep talking. I'm going to keep saying it. No, it's not. It's about injustice against people of color. Absolutely. Period. And, and if those, you're trying to pretend like you don't get it, you're going to just, you're going to keep hearing no, it. No, but these are Fuck the same, a lot of the same folks who um, I've seen, not necessarily on Facebook because I've done a good job. And sometimes I question this and, and I got rid of a lot of people that post craziness. I muted a lot of people mm-hmm. that are would be anti this movement, and I, I'm kind of thinking that I may have done myself a disservice in that. I feel like people like that need to know more, right? Mm-hmm. So I haven't done that on other platforms. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to feel like Facebook is somewhere safe. So okay, I, I, I've you done need a peaceful there. area. Yeah, I need a peaceful area. Okay, but in other platforms that I communicate through. I, I still keep those people mm-hmm. in front of me. So my feed is still Confederate flags, right? Uh, the militia, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Just a good old boy. <clears throat> right. And it's funny to me how that form of patriotism is okay. Mm-hmm. Celebrating a flag that doesn't mean anything anymore mm-hmm. is Represents okay. Represents the people who lost. <laughs> right. That's fine. Representing a flag, waving the flag of... A part of the country that didn't want to be a part of this country. Right. Mm-hmm. 
that form of protest is okay. Mm-hmm. That's patriotism. That's patriotism. But what these athletes are doing is not. When you bring up race, you bring up racism, it makes people uncomfortable. It makes the oppressors uncomfortable and the people who reap the benefits of the oppressors because I'm not one of those people who pretends that every white person exercises their privileges all time at all times, um, but there's some things that you can't help but to exercise. And by that, in that respect, you, you are an agent of the oppressor. Um, that makes people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That makes the oppressor uncomfortable. What are we going to do? White, white America is afraid that people of color might become as savage as they are. What I understood, um, what I'm understanding, what I'm awakening, I think this is part of my being wokeness. I, mm-hmm. I've waited. I've been fed so much bullshit and conditioning mm-hmm. that it's taken me this long in my life to be awakened to what's really going on around me. Mm-hmm. And I would say that this process probably started in college, and be honest. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things that were shunned when we were young, I'll look back at it now and think, you know what, Sister Soldier wasn't crazy. Not at all. Cornell West was a different type of person back then. Mm-hmm. But even he has changed in a lot of his thought processes. And wherever Sister Soldier is now, I haven't heard from her, mm-hmm. but the, 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 the energy in which she spoke about injustice uh, of this country on Africans mm-hmm. was so revolutionary and so anti, and she was deemed crazy all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a lot of these clips are starting to populate on my news feed lately. And shout out to Jazz, because mm-hmm. she posted something. And I took a look at it, and I remember being a kid watching that clip of Sister Soldier, Watching clips of Sister Soldier, mm-hmm. doing her thing, and listening to not only the white host of these TV shows, but people in my family call her crazy. Call her a race baiter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, we're just so programmed to go along with status quo. So you look at something that happened 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 25 years, however long ago it was, and you apply it to what's going on now, mm-hmm. and it makes so much, it's so much clearer to me now. Mm-hmm. It makes so much sense to me now. And I wonder if a lot of people who are in their mid-30s, 40-year-olds, whatever, are starting to realize that. I hope so. I hope so. And also, I'd like to give a shout-out to Jazz and a shout-out to another wonderful podcast, Brown Liquor Report. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a way more woke show than ours. So. Yeah, absolutely. We talk shit. Yeah. We speak on a lot of topics. We try to keep our platform and our format honed into relationship issues. We try to stick, you know, kind of in that... Realm, but every now and then we cross. What is it? What is it called when dudes? (laughs) We cross streams. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And so I'm pretty sure I haven't listened to their podcast this yet this week, but I'm pretty sure they're touching on the very same topics that we're going to touch on. Yes. And we try to present it from our point of view. They definitely do a great job at what they do. And if you haven't listened to them, 
check them out. Yeah, get involved with that. But it's one of those things where, like, my grandmother is from South Carolina, and then she moved to New York for a good part of her life, and then she returned to South Carolina. And my grandma was born in the 20s, so Mm -hmm. Jim Crow was, was her existence. She's been through it. Yeah. And the thing about it, she told me when I was really young, she's like, hate's not going to look like what you think. It's not going to be people walking up on you, pointing at you, calling you a nigger directly. And you're going to think that mm-hmm. in South Carolina. But what they really want is for you to stay in your place. Mm-hmm. And that place is beneath them. So when you, when you speak on how black people were calling Sister Soldier crazy... That tells me how comfortable black people got with feeling like they should be beneath and be quiet. And so that's that's a thing that's always been in the forefront of my mind. Like, I'm not going to sit down and be quiet and stay right here like you want me to. I'm not going to let you be comfortable with me being the quiet Negro that lets things happen to me. I mean, it happened on so many different levels. It happens on a lot of levels. Janelle, it was so much... I know you spent uh, the majority of your childhood abroad, but just flashing back to that era, I remember the the news story would be woman wears cornrows to work and gets sent home, and that was acceptable. And then I would hear people in my family saying, why would she do that? That's for our children. Like, it's cool for me to put these plaits in my kids' hair and send them to school. Mm -hmm. But why would a woman wear braids? Mm -hmm. Why would a woman... Locks. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're still having that discussion in 2016. Right. But that was a huge issue in in the late 80s, early 90s. With people going to work with their natural hair. Yeah, and, and people don't even understand the many ways that just your your blackness gets protested in life. People don't understand how it's so offensive in to the them. military, in in the police department. The police department, exactly. And in school systems, just your blackness gets rules and regulations levied against it. Just for the sake of white people's comfort. I mean, we both know somebody now that hides their locks. Right. That that constantly has to change their hair because of the, the job that they have. And and you and you really have to ask yourself what difference does that make? Ironically <laughs> a police officer. And, and and that is that is one of the many ways that white people police our blackness. People don't even understand how much how blackness is just illegal. So, <laughs> no, no, like really, like blackness, just your existence is illegal. So, so what's happening right now? I'm glad it's happened. I'm glad the protests are happening. I'm glad people are waking up. I'm glad, but I hate that it's coming on the backs of innocent lives, where black people are being judged and executed on the street. Yeah. For their blackness Yeah it's so sad that it, it takes Incidents like Tara Sterling um, Like Philando Philando <laughs> Philando Whoa. Oh, shit. oh sugar beet I feel Doing the words. so bad <laughs> It's What's, no disrespect to the No, no that, because that I saw the proper spelling And I still said it wrong You, But 
we understand that your relationship with English is, is what it is. You know yes. what? We're on again. We're off again. Yes. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it, I think it's sad that it takes these lives for us to get to the same, to, to get to this conclusion. Mm-hmm. And so with that, <clears throat> since we were talking, you know, I brought up Colin and I wanted to, to bring up um, this post that was on ESPN site back in May. Mm-hmm. This is pre preseason NFL, May 19, 2006. A reporter wrote about the funds that the NFL had to give back to the government because the government had essentially purchased what do you call it? Like marketing. They bought ad space. They bought yeah. ad space, mm-hmm. but in a different type of way. Mm-hmm. Instead of traditional, like the military, like this, buy this military coke, right? Instead go of go army, <laughs> instead of go army souvenir cups mm-hmm. or some type of product placement like that, or the the army sponsored bathroom in section four hundred five, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. They decided <clears throat> the government thought it would be a great idea to give the NFL and other sports associations money. To perform memorial services at these events. And not just memorial services, but various acts of patriotism. Staged acts of patriotism. The flyovers, for instance. Yeah. Um, When they would bring out local National Guard members and and the uh, people coming home from war. Mm -hmm. All of these things. Mm-hmm. We're kind of you know kind of kind of negotiated with the different associations uh in the sports realm, and this just was uncovered in two thousand and fifteen that millions of dollars mm-hmm. was was spent on this mm-hmm. yeah this is after millions with, of videos have been plastered all over the place too this is to go with the conditioning. This is the goal with the conditioning, and and this patriotism was bought and paid for, and they are targeting the demographic that they want most to send to war, those who, their refuge is football, their refuge is basketball, their, their refuge, refuge is NASCAR. sports. Yeah. So in, in, in terms of NASCAR in particular, the National Guard spent $6.7 million to wrap Dale Earnhardt's car, and once they realized that they weren't getting that many recruits, mm-hmm. they then pulled away. Mm-hmm. So the marketing of patriotism is no different than marketing Bud Light. Right. Yep. Or Buick is the national car right. of the NFL. Or, no, what was that shit I heard on the radio? I think it was like Comfort Inn is the, is the Washington Redskins. National is not staying in <laughs> goddamn comfort. Get the fuck out of here, man. They're not eating Popeyes. They're not ordering Papa John. But with that being said, though, with that being said, the next time a person comes to you speaking on patriotism, please remind them that the essence of patriotism is demanding more from your country. Absolutely. Demanding more from the country that you love. So... You you know where I stand with the Colin Kaepernick situation. You know where I stand with the national anthem. You know where I stand with the, the flag and the symbolism and all of that. Protest it all. Be mad at it all. Be mad because 
when when you're asking for correction, that shows love. Absolutely. And I think that people get so distracted and misdirected that they argue things they don't even know and they know nothing about. Right. So when you talk about patriotism, what you're really talking about it, what a lot of people are really talking about is nationalism. Yes. And the two have gotten dangerously misconstrued. Yes. So, you know, add on top of that, people were pulling out unsung verses of the Star Spangled Banner. Mm -hmm. People were talking about the flag. People, I mean, all these different points of history that people are bringing up, calling Colin a, a, a petulant child. Uh, he's reaped the benefits of this country. Why would he then feel the need to do this? He's only drawing, again, drawing attention to himself, which is the point. Right. But most people don't even know that, you know, with, again, this article was written in May. Mm-hmm. And what most people didn't know before that is that prior to 2009 the anthem wasn't even the something that the team on the field <laughs> yeah and the team wasn't even out there <laughs> but we we so gun ho about it now the marketing worked it motherfuckers did motherfuckers got on trent like once they found that shit out there was like trent dilford was motherfucking criticizing Colin Kaepernick for some shit he ain't even had to do he ain't right. had to do it he was in the locker room hey man conditioning is real um but yeah, but fuck that shit, cause uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get off. Of it's that. it's draining. I I got a touchy for subject now. to talk. Yeah, for for now, right? Until yeah, until oh my gosh, yeah. Oh jeez, but yeah, I have a touchy subject. What's up? Um, a friend of the show. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, the lady of the night. <laughs> That's a term for yeah, for workers, you did, huh? You, you, you oh, did that shit. all wrong. And I most did that people, wrong. Most people not even knowing this person will assume. Oh no, that. no. And we're talking about somebody. I'm who talking works about somebody who works at night. Right. I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. But you know not, it's all love, ma. Not an actual. No, she's not a, a woman of the night. Jeez. She no. I'm I'm sorry. She works at night, and so she sent this article to the page. And like in the middle of the night, like man, it might have been two a.m. But this is these are the, op- the hours of operation. Oh, for so her. why don't you just tell everybody who she is? Then? <laughs> well, I mean, if they go to the page and they, like she didn't do it anonymously, but I'm just saying, mm, okay. I done said woman of the night, so now I don't want to say her name. So you might as well. <sighs> well, big ups to Shauna. Thank you for sending <laughs> us this this piece on a picture that went viral mm-hmm. for the wrong reasons. It was a father and son, and the the you know how like people have taken pictures of being in the same position they were in when they were kids mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Well, mm-hmm. this was not staged. What this gentleman did was take a picture with his eighteen year old son who was laying under his arm, mm-hmm. and he had you know he posted other pictures from when the the young man mm-hmm. was an infant and mm-hmm. you know different stages of his life, and said you know eighteen years old and he still is up under my arm, and. I thought it was a touching picture. I thought it was nothing strange about it. Till I saw the comments, boy. And people were tripping. And people were talking about some of the craziest shit ever. Because I'm like, it's clearly a father and son. People talking about gay shit. People talking about soft. People talking about 
It's inappropriate. People talking about, well, yeah, women will be all right with it because women do that shit, but men don't do that shit. And I'm like, how the hell, where the hell, who the hell, what the hell? <laughs> and then I, I called you. Um, I come from a family that did not do that. Uh, not at all. We did not crawl into our parents' bed to hug up on them or to lay on them. And I say that uh, as a background, just so mm-hmm. you know where I'm coming from. If if I had seen this picture when I was 25, mm-hmm. I would probably be probably be one of those people commenting on the picture, talking about that soft. Okay. Uh, but like I said, I just I'm I'm, I'm awakening mm-hmm. in my late 30s, and what I've come to realize. Uh, between the ages of maybe 26 to 33 is that the lack of affection that the lack of affection that I was accustomed to mm-hmm. or or the, the lack thereof has affected me okay and so I am super jealous of the picture when I saw it I was jealous completely I've witnessed you and your brother mm-hmm Engaging many hugs mm-hmm. with each other, with your mom. Mm-hmm. I've witnessed Nicodemus with her parents and her sibling hugs. Mm-hmm. I've witnessed everybody that I feel is close, to my close, close, close knit companions. Right. They have that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. And we're just now getting to a point. We're getting older. Right. And I feel like maybe this kicked in the last 10 years or so mm-hmm. where I'm hugging my parents. I'm even, for- I'm forcing it on my dad. <laughs> You're murdering yeah. that I'm man. With- <laughs> his face, Ooh. when I come in for the hug, his face is so uncomfortable. But I force it now. Could I interject? Sure. Because oh, when shit. you first introduced it, you introduced... Um, how, you know, the affection wasn't really a thing. It's more specific to the picture, the affection with my father, that I would have never been able to relate to that picture. I've always kind of had that affection with Ma, mm-hmm. as far as hugging and laying up, and I guess that's just the mother-son bond type thing. But yeah, as far as me and Dad, I vividly remember one time being in the hospital for some some procedure or something, and um, because you had half a lung, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> you were a sickly child <laughs> for some procedure, and then my father, uh, my mother asked for a hug and a kiss, and my father jokingly asked for one. And I went in for it, and he kind of hit me with the wall, <laughs> just kidding, you know. Oh, yeah. he shut you down, B. yeah. And it was like, <laughs> you know, but it was like, I get it. We men, we don't do that. And it's it's a shame. Can I can I give y'all a little bit of science? What's up? Well, let me first. Let me give a listener. I come from a family where affection is king. Affection is the is the law. It's the rule of law. My parents are divorced, but my father, we had a relationship with my father, me and my brother. And my brother is in his forties, and to this day. The greeting is a hug, a kiss on the forehead, and we might walk from the door 
to the living room or the kitchen hugged up. Mm-hmm. We we gonna be linked up. Um, so this this is my norm. My father never had an issue showing affection to my brother. In turn, well, my brother has a daughter, but my brother doesn't have a problem showing affection to anyone. Um, he extends the man hug to to right, right. people like it's it's not an issue. The toxicity in this is when if that looks strange, you have a problem understanding that affection can exist outside of a sexual nature. It's crazy, right? And that's a problem on a lot of levels. That's a problem when you're relating to women. Because if you don't know that you can show affection to a woman without it being sexual in nature, your interactions are going to be pretty savage. It's it's only going to be, I'm only touching you. I'm only embracing you because my intent is to fuck. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to sexualize every situation, even between father and son, says more about the person who's judging it than it says about the father and son. Because you're not supposed to, in, in human nature, you're not supposed to sexualize every bit of contact that you see. And the behavior that needs to be learned is that I can touch another person, male or female, for comfort. That's what, that's what we're for. That's, that's what we're wired to do. I can touch another person. I can extend love in a physical way without it being sexual. And for, for people to miss out on that, to miss out on A, knowing that, and B, experiencing that is dangerous. It's detrimental. Absolutely. It's, it's stunting your growth. It literally is. And it's like, I had a, I had a significant other of mine who had children, and I, I told him, and I was so glad that he was receptive to it, because his issue was his father never told him that he loved him. His father basically said, the fact that you got this roof over your head, you wearing the clothes you want to wear, you got food in the kitchen, that's me showing you I love you. He made it a point to tell his sons that he loved them. I said, you're going to have to hug your sons. And that shit, the fact that he decided to do it was impressive because everything in his circle was telling him that he shouldn't. And then when he executed and saw the result that he got, because this is something that we need. This is something that you need to understand that you can have affection for another man without it having anything to do with sex means that you can create a bond with another man that will help you through some things that only another man can help you with. You know what I mean? And that that that's something that I'm, I really think it's a shame if people are missing out on. I think people are missing out on that and they're missing the point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, and, and it does. It is. It's toxic because as we move, as those people who aren't aren't used to affection move into their relationships with other people, their adult relationships, mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're, now they're having kids. So this cycle continues. And let's just, so hap- let's just say that you met, meet someone who comes from an affectionate background. Mm-hmm. That is always going to be a conflict. Yes. You know, Gerasmo and I have had our issues with affection Mm -hmm. because I'm coming from a home that didn't show any. She's coming from a home where her and her brothers hugged, embraced. Her and her dad hugged, embraced. They did their, you know, it was normal for Mm -hmm. her. 
And so that has come up in our relationship a couple of times. Right. Because I'm coming from the same thing you're saying where, you know, my check goes to this. So <laughs> I love you. I love you, girl. I would. The lights on, right? <laughs> Shit. Don't Man, I keep I don't, the heat I don't, on? I don't argue when when we stroke this check. So right. that's how I know. That's how you should know. And it's something that, you know, we you gotta work on. It mm-hmm. makes it that much harder for a person coming from a house that doesn't have affection to work on it. And, you know, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, being in C major shoes and then, you know, he let's just say he has a son down the line. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be really hard to change behavior that you were basically raised on. Yeah. It is. It just yeah. is. And you can say, you know, we have several cousins who say I'm not going to be the fuck up that such and such was, mm-hmm. and then they wind up being a fuck up that such and because such. Not you, a worse fuck up. You do what you, you, do what you know, yeah, and exactly. then you realize just how little you know when you're in the situation. But let me tell you, on the flip side of that, what's crazy for me is I end up with the mixed message in dealing with gentlemen who only know sexualized affection because I'm the type where I'll hug up on a person now. I'll touch a person, I'll grab a hand, I'll link up arms, and it'll be nothing to me. And dudes will be like, You uh, wanna fuck? You want, <laughs> you, you, you trying to fuck. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you, you see it, and, and I've, I've been in situations that have been detrimental. I've been in situations where they could be talked out and the, the misunderstanding gets worked out. But it just, it goes, it, it, it paints a very clear picture. You know what? I got something to piggyback off of that. I've been invited to a den of dudes, mm-hmm. and most dudes, seeing my 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 outward appearance, mm-hmm. uh, they they go in for the dap first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how how delicately you come with the hug, and they be like, "Go ahead with that gay shit." Right? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they come and they 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 immediately go for the dap. Mm-hmm. First And so I'm like Get the head out of here I hug it out mm-hmm. And even if I'm thinking to myself Even if I was a dude I would probably Hug it out Because I've seen Your brother do so I've mm-hmm. seen your brother Move like that Yeah It's a It's a That bring in Yeah Pat on the back Yeah Alright peace out And I think and what, he's a big dude, so, so even, nobody's you, you gonna will submit. <laughs> <laughs> you will submit, and even the if you think happening. that shit is gay, you're not telling. You're him. not gonna tell him, and the <laughs> hug is happening, B. right? But I, I mean, to just piggyback off of you know the example you just said, I've been in the same you know area as you, and they'll hit you with the hug quick, and then I'm coming, and they're like, "What's up, bro?" Like, I <laughs> I'm still a woman under this <laughs> right, right. under this men's extra extra large. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I saw I saw a photo of a man who has clearly been an integral part of his son's life for his son's entire upbringing, and it was a shame to me that other people didn't see that. I think that people, you know, in the comment section, um, express themselves and and people who felt like we do. Express themselves and hopefully somebody got taught something. Somebody was over. Me and my bros somebody hug it out. Got some understanding. Yeah. yeah. Me and my bros hug it out. Yeah, but Not, y'all, but y'all keep a seat between y'all at the movies though. Yeah. We remember that as a I gay mean, episode. That's fine. <laughs> well, I'm gonna keep it a hundred though. 
we just got some boundaries. <laughs> oh boy. I asked my man if she he rub Vicks. the Renaissance, man. I asked God my man forbid. if he rub Vicks vapor rub on my chest. What'd he say? He sent me the car speeding off emoji. <laughs> but no, nah, he said he was on the way though. He, he said he was on the way though. That's what's up. Man. That's real like, shit. That's, That's real, real shit. shit. Somebody gonna play you out for Somebody, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Oh, they, they preparing that. the roast right now, B. Somebody gonna play you the fuck out for that. But I respect it. I do. I do. I mean, God forbid your knees touch another man's knees. Oh, jeez. You got to burn that for, knee. For so long, though. Nah. <laughs> you got to burn gotta do something. that knee. No, you got to cut off that piece of the knee that's been touching. I think, uh, Janelle, your brother and, and Big Durf had mm-hmm. done the, the seat in between, but not because they felt like, you know, their knees They touching. needed they're that space. They're two really very big, big guys. Yeah. They, they needed really that space. Really big dudes. Yeah. Man. It's, a lot of, it's a lot of leg room needed. In yeah. Yeah. These some big dudes that need their space. So C major. But hey, first of all, thank you, Miss Janelle. Thank you, Shauna, for bringing yes. that, that woman subject. of the night. You just I'm gonna so keep sorry. Doing it. I'm, I'm you just, just gonna keep doing it. I'm just really sorry. And about you know, that. other listeners know this listener. I know. That's real. And, but they know that she's not a woman of the night in the woman of the night sense. That's still job. Yeah, I, I just phone. messed up. I'm sorry. No, you God, take that phone call. <laughs> Okay, duly noted. The home of the President of the United States or just to bask in the city's one-of-a-kind museums. So this is another shopping. submission. Oh. Right in From Gerasmo. What? Gerasmo killing the game. This is Nucci. This is guns. Wait a minute. You see when them streets come calling? I know it's because a movement has begun. When the streets knock on my door, it's because there's an artist. I don't want the streets knocking on my door. I never want the streets knocking at my door. My music group family, man, they're ready to change the motherfucking game. See, when the OGs crown you and anoint you as the next one, crime, 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 crown you. Yeah, crime. Oh. Okay. Welcome to the DMV. Home of the and the police hitting niggas off their bikes right in the streets. Another young nigga life is incomplete. T-shirts are reading. Rest in peace. Damn. And all the good girls crazy. Like good wow. Girl pregnant at 15. And all the good niggas want to be hood niggas. Little homies dying at 16. They fiend for this thing. This shit ain't no dream. No. Type of shit they show on the big screen. Oh, shit. This ain't no movie, y'all. Officers saying move along. And it's been this way since way back. How many men's really to take crap? Too many crabs in the burrow. Pull you down the phone on your face flat. Look, if niggas support, endorse, of course we could. Get the city known for something good. Get the kids to trap up out the hood. The broke, the dope, the hope misunderstood. Yo. Had a million man, dope. my shit still yeah. ain't right. Fire. Cut the news on and say another nigga got hit last night. I love this DMV love lately. Absolutely, absolutely. And Coco, we did not forget about your submission. Not at all. Coming. 
But like oh, Coco, said, Coco, the slow wine is coming. It's coming soon. No, no. We gonna put it up. We gonna put the video up on the page. I'm, I'm winding for you, Coco. Have Miss Janelle winding on. Well, that's what's happening because I can put stuff on the page, y'all. I'm just saying, y'all can't stop. Change the password. We need to straighten some, straighten up some administrative things. Wait, no. Need change. I'm part of the team. I come to the meet. What we're gonna do is Coco, I'm winding. For you baby Okay uh, It looks awful Hit us up on the Facebook Can y'all page. sound like 13% less disgusted please I couldn't if I tried It's It's really difficult Hit us up on our Facebook page Reels and Fields Email us Reels At gmail.com yeah. Oh, that was, oh my God. The music faded out, so I was like, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at T Greasy, T E E G R E A Z Y. Uh, Janelle? I'm at Devious Dose. If you cannot spell Devious Dose, you do not need to tweet me. That is true. And CJ? I am on the Twitter at C Major, P U H C E E. That's C E E Major, P U H C E E. Awful. If you can't spell major, you probably <laughs> graduated in my high school class. <laughs> Represent Largo and Friendly. Oh, boy. <laughs> to the fullest.